Christian Financial Advisors, Episode 110. Welcome to Christian Financial Perspectives, where you're invited to gain insight, wisdom, and knowledge about how Christians integrate their faith, life, and finances with a biblical worldview. Here's your host, Christian Investment Advisor, Financial Planner, and Coach, Bob Barber. Hello, Sean. Hey, Bob. What's up? <laughs> well, I tell you what. What's up is we're going to have a very good podcast and video today. This is our second time to do the video. We're very excited yep. about this, and I just love our media. I, I get, what do you call this? A video room? Well, you call it media room, video room, yeah, whatever. It's, yeah, it's, it's so cool. I mean, now we, got, now now we have shelves. Light. <laughs> so we're we're going to talk today a, a little bit. You know, last time we talked about. Um, how to respond to all this craziness that's going on in the markets. And, and yep. today we're going to talk about a Christian's response to today's market volatility. And I put this together last night, Sean, probably 20, 25 minutes. And you know that normally doesn't happen to me. No, normally it, you spend a lot more time than that. Exactly. So the Lord just laid this, this on my heart because there is a way to respond to this volatility that is going on right now for yeah. a Christian. Yeah. And a Christian's response should be different. Yep, absolutely. Than, than somebody with a secular worldview. So, uh, first of all, I, I believe, with, and, and we're in this bear market, there's no doubt, we're heading into a bear market. As we make this, just yesterday, the markets fell nearly 4%. Yeah. Some uh, blue chip companies yesterday fell 15 and 20%. And that that can really eat with your emotions and your, yeah. and your feelings. I mean, when you're four months into the market's not going up after how many years did we yeah. go, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, well, well, yeah. And you know what? It's only been two years. Yeah. Since we had a, a bear market. Yeah. Now, for those of you that don't know, a bear market is a down market, a bull market, because a bear comes down on you, and a bull, you know, kind of goes up. So a bull market is an up market. If you don't know what that means, as our little uh, yeah models yeah. here demonstrate. Exactly. Yeah, we got the <laughs> got the little logos over there. So we got bears and bulls all over this office um, because that's what we do. We, we we manage investments from a biblically responsible perspective. Yeah. Okay. Sean, you know that when this, there is a foundation for a Christian's response to every, every time when you think about finances. Yep. And, and that foundation, what is that God foundation? owns it all. Exactly. you got to start from there. you got, you got to start with that foundation. If, if you don't start with that foundation, you have cracks mm-hmm. in the foundation as a Christian. So God owns it all. Psalms 24 one says, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. Now, do we believe that? Amen. Yes, we do. do. We, and I, I remember uh, uh, going to the Truth Project many years ago, focused on the family, and Dr. Dale Tackett said, do you believe that what you believe is really real? And if we really believe that, then God owns it all. What you know, we, There should be no fretting. As from a Christian yeah. worldview, a biblical worldview, and that's that's where that idea of the stewardship comes into play. You know, the assets that we are investing, managing our home, uh, anything really mm-hmm. that we have, it doesn't belong to us. It belongs to God. He's but He's entrusted that to us, and we will ultimately be held accountable for how we manage that. Which is why that's important to be number one. God owns it all. 
the, the next thing is, is there is a time for everything. And we've mentioned this many times in the podcast. Uh, there's a time for economic booms and bust and booms again. Yeah. Because there's a time. And in Ecclesiastes 3, 1 says, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. And I yeah. believe that. I've lived it. Yep, and I know. Like the uh, older you get, the more you're going to realize there's good and bad times. And when you're into good times, you better get ready for the bad. But when you're into bad times, you got to look at the good. So on well, Ecclesiastes, uh, we won't read the entire that entire section because there's there's a lot of time for this, time for that. Mm-hmm. But you know, the one that always uh, sticks out to me, especially when you're talking about markets, is there's a time to plant and there's a time to reap. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a there's a time for joy and there's a time for sorrow. <laughs> so yeah. you know, right now people are feeling a little sorrowful and. You know, a little bit like, uh, maybe I, I should have pulled some money out sooner. I don't know. Like, what, what do I but, do but, now? But, but that, you know, you, so. could, you could consider that gambling in a way, you know, trying to time it. Yeah. And, and that that is a, that is my third point today is that it's time not gambling and trying to time the markets that creates long-term wealth. Yeah. And when, when we went over the traits of, of wealthy people, you remember that. Yeah. Um, that's a podcast that was four or five podcasts ago that we would invite you to go back and, and, yeah. and listen to. There were like 21 traits of wealthy people. And yeah. one was they do not gamble. Now, now Bob, there, you just want to make sure to clarify for our listeners or viewers. Uh, timing the markets does not mean that, like especially for us as professional money managers, it does not mean that we don't ever take uh, take capital aside. Some off the table you know, and put we, some back. Exactly. So we, right. we stay, like like even now, we've been invested, but we obviously made a, a very pointed decision mm-hmm. towards the fourth quarter of 2021 to actually pull some back. Right. Uh, some of that capital after two years of plenty. Yeah. Which kind of reminds me of, you know, with uh, the famine in Egypt and, and Joseph. Like there was going to be seven years of plenty so and seven that. years of famine. So right. we're like, hey, we've had two years of really great returns. There's not a lot of good things on the horizon. Let's pull a little bit back. But that's not timing the markets from a day-to-day, week-to-week yeah, kind of a... Yeah, I'm talking about the day traders yeah, and, and, yeah. and trying trying to time that. It just doesn't work. Right. There's a great it doesn't work for very for long. It might work for a month or two. Yeah. There's a great scripture I have for that. <laughs> Proverbs 13.11. Dishonest money dwindles away, but whoever gathers money little by little makes it grow. It's, there, it's, not, it's not hitting it all at once. Right. It's little by little and growing over time. So consistency, maybe is another way to say Yeah, <laughs> yep. You gotta realize too that your portfolio, if you have an investment portfolio, it, it's gonna it's gonna go up and down month to month. And, and right now, while we're in this bear market, it could go down a lot. I've seen people get depressed over this. Mm-hmm. I've seen my Christian brothers and sisters get depressed over it. And I'm Just like, the value way of the account changing? Exactly, over the mm-hmm. value, I'm thinking, this concerns me because is the value of your portfolio tied to your self-worth? Mm, it shouldn't be. It should not. I mean, yeah, you, obviously we're, hey, going back to number one, God owns it all. We want to mm-hmm. be good stewards. Exactly. But ultimately the value of the portfolio should not determine your self-worth. That comes from God. And contentment comes from that relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Philippians 4, 11 through 13, would you read that for us? Sure. I am not saying I need anything. I have learned to be happy with whatever I have. I know how to get along with little and how to live when I have much. Mm-hmm. I have learned the secret of being happy at all times. If I am full of food and have all I need, I am happy. If I am hungry and need more, I am happy. 
I can do all things because Christ gives me the strength. That contentment comes through Christ. The contentment yeah. doesn't come from the value of your portfolio, whether it's up today or right. down tomorrow. Yeah. And the Christian's response to this should be that. Yeah, absolutely. That, that of, of contentment, not based, not your self-worth based on what the portfolio says today. Yep. And number five definitely uh, jumps out to me. Yeah. Because we, we hear it all the time. We do. People, people calling in or emailing or texting and talking to us in person about like, well, I saw this on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, yep. or just something on social media, or I was listening to so-and-so, I'm not going to name any names, you know, somebody talking about how well, this time it's different, the world's ending. So to that end, number five, I will not allow social media or professional doomsayers with conspiracy theories, deceptions, lies, and alternative motives to influence me. You like that? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird, too, because I've noticed, and maybe you've seen this, Bob, all of the guys and ladies, I guess, who are talking about how this is all going to end and here's what's going on, they almost always seem to have this plug for a book that they just so happen to have released. Exactly. You know, Conflict or, of interest. Or this how-to guide about, yep. but by the way, I talk about all these things in my new book. Buy it now. <laughs> or uh, maybe sell, buy gold, you know, a yeah. high commission product. So yeah. they are really... No, no incentive there, right? <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing to me how they have these alternative motives. It's a conflict of interest to try to influence us. So be very careful of that social media, the internet, uh, all the, the, the doomsayers. I yeah. mean, they're out there and they're out there everywhere. Just because it's online doesn't mean it's true. Oh, you know, it's no it's, it's, a, it's a it's a platform. You know, we it yeah. used to be if you if you had uh, no offense to anybody, but if you had the village idiot, you know they they could only talk to the people in the village. But now with social media and everything <laughs> else, it's like they can the talk world. to somebody across the world. So it's not that really anything's changed. It's just more people have a voice and can say things without having to provide any basis. For you're facts. going to really love this scripture I picked for this. Go ahead. First Peter five eight. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. <laughs> Does that fit? Yeah, I, that, that's pretty straightforward. <laughs> that really, that really fits. A response to this: the next one is believe in biblical guidelines. Biblical guidelines are not going to lead you astray. And one of the biblical guidelines that we've talked about over and over is diversification. And if you have good diversification, and it's not all in real estate or it's not all in stocks or it's not all in bonds or it's not all international or it's not all in one sector right but you had diversification and it tells us to do that invest in seven ventures yes in eight you do not know what disaster may come upon the land it's and, it it's just amazing how many scriptures there are for just about everything in life i mean especially when we're talking about our, our, our mindset and stewardship and, and money, you know, it, it all belongs to God. And what do you do with it? And how do you prepare? And <laughs> well, remember, biblical scholars say that there's over 1,500 scriptures that have to do with stewardship. So we're just sharing a few. Exactly. Yeah. That's a lot of scriptures. Yeah. And and they they it's there's nothing new under the sun. This is not, that when the markets drop like this and causes all this emotional turmoil. This is nothing new. Yeah. It's, this kind of stuff has happened over and over. It's not different this time. Okay. Yeah. It's not different this but, time. But when it's been dropping for a while, it always feels like it's different this time. And we may be in for a lot longer. How do we know? We don't know. 
Yeah. Well, a day is like a thousand years to the Lord. So I hope we're not in it for that long. But <laughs> you know, the, the, the average bear market is around three to eleven months, and we're four, maybe three or four months into this. Yeah. I mean, this may go another year. Yeah. I, we don't know. It may go another couple of months. I can tell you this: that the economy seems to be doing pretty well right now, and, yeah. it, and there's it's very different than some of the other times it's dropped, and there seems to be a lot of panic over just two or three things. And one yeah. is the Federal Reserve raising interest yeah. rates. So, well, uh, we'll we'll share that on on the podcast episode, you know, online. But there uh, might be able to show it on on the screen. I'm getting used to that part. But there's that chart for the last 73 years of, mm-hmm. the, of the markets and yeah. showing how the average duration was 11 months. And the only reason why it was 11 months is because there was a few outliers at like 15, 18, 25 months. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, mo- most of them, if you took it like the total number, were in that three to 11 month range. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll so. get him to put that chart up so y'all can see that chart. And, and you'll, you'll notice in that chart, the majority of the time, the markets are up. But when the markets are down, is always so emotional, and mm-hmm. that's you got to keep your emotions out of that. Number seven, I will pray and seek God's word um, over social media, the news, the internet, and TV. That really is driven by fear. You know, the, the TV likes yeah. to use fear in in all those areas, kind of like the the doomsayers that we yeah. talked about in the other. Well, it gets the viewership numbers up. Yeah, you know, you're like, exactly. Well, tune tune in after this after this break on how the world's about to end. Okay, I guess I need to tune in because that sounds important. <laughs> so sometimes we need to get away from that and, and go go into God's Word and read God's Word and pray and 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 just turn off the noise because there's so there's so much noise. I've got Psalms ninety one one here. Psalms ninety one is a scripture as a chapter I've prayed over my family for forever. It talks it's the protection chapter. But the first verse is one I really like. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. See, the, the key to that word is rest in there. Yeah. But it, God does not want us living in a spirit of fear and chaos. It's not about that. And But the media can sure do that to you. Oh, yeah. And, and all, all the, the fear mongers out there, which takes us to the next one. It's number eight, we, we have, I refuse to live in a spirit of fear over what the markets are doing from day to day. So don't look at it every day. I mean, it'll drive you crazy. Especially if you right now, if you have not, professional money. You might want to just check out and look at it next year. Yeah. <laughs> Second Timothy 1, 7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Amen. And then number nine. I choose not to go it alone. And we've got Proverbs fifteen twenty two. Actually, we have... Two scriptures. two scriptures here. <clears throat> Proverbs fifteen twenty two. Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors they succeed. I, I think that might be. It's got to be the top three verses that we quote here. Oh, it is. It's yeah. yeah. And yeah. the time one is one we quote here a lot too. Yeah. And then we have Ecclesiastes four eleven through thirteen. If two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken, and that third strand is is yeah. the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. guiding you and leading you. And God did not call for us to go it alone. No, but I mean that's the we media, have the church. But, yeah, know? but I mean, the, but the advertisements, the 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 big the big online brokerage firms, they call you to go it alone. Yep. 
you can do this out. You don't need anyone to help you. And just you use our tool. <laughs> just use our tool. Use this. Yeah, use our tool. Use yeah. this app. And that has really hurt a lot of people. Yeah. And in, in, in a bull market, when the market's just up, 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 the day traders, they really push that. The trade day traders get caught up in it. And, you know, I had just a, a heart, a, a, it broke my heart yesterday talking to someone I knew that loves the Lord that got caught up in that. Yeah. And now they owe tremendous, over six figures, six figures many times over in income tax, I mean, capital gains tax. Yeah short-term capital gains tax from last year and and then they got caught and they were trying to make their money back and now they have less than what they started with and owe the taxes and owe the taxes exactly so it's it's very uh very sad yeah so hope we've given you something today about what you should be what what should the christian's response be to the markets when they're falling and these these bear markets, not to get caught up in that, but look to God's word. He has the answer. And our next episode, we're going to cover seven questions everybody should be asking themselves when the markets are down. Now, this is something we shared. Uh, I've shared in some articles, and actually, you can go to our website to ChristianFinancialAdvisors.com under the articles area and find that. But we're going to share that. Uh, in a video, yeah. Well, well, actually, in the video, if you, unless you're listening right now, but yeah. if you're currently watching this video, we'll have it in the video description with a link to some of the things we reference, like the the bear market, at bear market, bull market cycles, yeah. as as well as the question, seven questions the Bible is alluding to, and then we'll cover that in a future video. And we are here for you. We want you to know that we we love you, our brothers and sisters in Christ out there. We don't want you going this alone. You can always give us a call um, at 830-609-6986 during business hours. Don't go it alone. We're here to help walk together through this. And if you like this video, we would definitely encourage you to please like, share, and subscribe. If you subscribe, it should uh, help you with getting that notification bell and find out as soon as we post a new video. That's right. Thank you. God bless. We invite you to listen to all of our past episodes covering many financial topics from a Christian perspective. To make sure you don't miss any of Bob's upcoming episodes, you can subscribe to Christian Financial Perspectives on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Amazon Music. To learn more about integrating your faith with your finances, visit ChristianFinancialAdvisors.com or call 830-609-6986. Investment advisory services offered through Christian Investment Advisors, Inc., DBA Christian Financial Advisors, also known as Christian Financial Advisors Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Comments from today's show are for informational purposes only and not to be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any company that may have been mentioned or discussed. The opinions expressed are solely those of the host, Bob Barber, and his guests. Bob does not provide tax advice and encourages you to seek guidance from a tax professional. While Christian Investment Advisors believes the information to be accurate and reliable, we do not claim or have responsibility for its completeness, accuracy, or reliability.